Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. And welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. We've got four of the Fab Five in the studio today, and boy, have we got an amazing show for you. Meet the ladies, Kathleen, whose mission is to guide parents who have experienced the loss of a child suddenly, release pain and suffering, and live in peace, presence, and purpose. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do work they love and love the work they do. When you think about the holidays, you think of, I don't know, what's that movie? It's a Fabulous Life. Do you go back to thinking about the kids' shows? My favorite was The Year Without a Santa Claus with the Heat Meister and the Code Meister and I'm Mr. Sun, all of that. We like to think of the holiday season as this magical time when all is right with the world. But the truth is there are lots of stressors, right? There's this felt need to be perfect, Spending time with family and the dynamics that go along with that, dealing with work, finances, and so much more. Emotions affect our well-being, and today Kathleen is leading our discussion about recognizing what you're feeling and how to move through the holidays in the best state possible. Kathleen! Welcome, ladies. It's always good to be back on the show with all my favorite women here. Holidays, it's so much fun. Really? Is it really fun? Holidays bring a lot of challenges to our to our our plate, I would say. Family dynamics are not what the Hallmark shows like to present themselves as. The reality is we're all very, very different. And depending on the stressors that's happening in your life in the moment, coming together with family or not being with family can bring up a lot of sadness, a lot of guilt, a lot of regret and anxiety. And so our show today is really about how do you move through the holidays when you have those stressors and whether you're you have the perfect family or not. If you do, congratulations. I love that you do. And the goal is for all of us to have a perfect family. And yet it's not. The fact is there are challenges. And so when my clients specifically, parents who've lost a child, uh, face the holidays, it's not with joy. It's not with celebration normally. It's not with, I can't wait for these uh, holidays to happen. 
usually it's with fear, anxiety, and the guilt of having to show up the way other people want you to show up. And when you're in the middle of some kind of a stress, whether it's losing a job or a child or having a diagnosis that you have some dis-ease in your body, life changes and it's challenging. And so some of the things that I was hoping that we could share with the audience is how do you move through the holidays when you've had stresses that you've faced? And I would love for any one of you to speak up and it looks like Whitney is ready and raring to go. So let's let's hear from you, Whitney. How have you moved through some of the holidays with some of the major stresses that you've experienced? My number one key, and and I have a couple, but my number one key is that it's not going to be perfect, right? Just a very simple acknowledgement that it's not going to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to be perfect. And then I can move from there. So, of course, the holidays, particularly close around Christmas and and holiday, I think we need to sort of define holiday season. And I know that Madison Avenue has decided that it starts on Labor Day. (laughs) I'm not quite willing to go there. For me, the holiday season really starts after Thanksgiving, but I'm willing to include I'm willing to include Thanksgiving in that. But for me, it really generally starts after Thanksgiving and more directly, I look at it as the second Saturday before Christmas. And so I know we have people of different faiths that celebrate different things. and But I have chosen that, one, to eliminate a lot of the stuff and the angst that goes around with it. And the tradition that I had with my son before he passed away was that the second Saturday before Christmas, we would go get our Christmas trees, decorate, and sort of start there. So I kept it contained to pretty much a two-week period. And for me, that just took a lot of the angst. And the longer we make this period of time where things have to be right. And, you know, you've got to, there's people and family and all of that, I think exacerbates whatever it is you're feeling. So I have started there. It's just sort of condensing the holiday period down. And then just acknowledging that it's not going to be movie perfect, but it's going to be perfectly what it needs to be. And I really try to move through my life in that place right now. And you said, you know, if you have the perfect family, great for you. I do have the perfect family for what I need to move through life. My family is not perfect, but it's the perfect family for me, for the lessons that I need to learn, the patience that I need to be exhibiting as I move through days. And that's all of them. It's interesting. Yesterday I was having a... a back and forth text conversation with my uh, mother and aunt. They are hosting Thanksgiving this year. And (laughs) 
At some point, I said, we're going to stay over. If other people aren't staying over, we're going to stay over. Me, my husband, the dog, we're going to stay over. And we're calling dibs on one of the, the guest rooms. And my mother responds with this comment about other people who are coming after Thanksgiving. And there were like all these exclamation points behind it. And I was like, um... I got the point. <laughs> I didn't. It was like, and I and I felt some kind of way. Ultimately, she didn't mean anything by the exclamation points. Apparently, she has a love of exclamation points, and so. But I took it. I, you know, when I read it, I took it some kind of way because of the exclamation points. And so, the other piece of this is that we have to stop attributing what other people do what they say and what they do and ascribing meaning to it as if it means anything other than there were exclamation points on her statement, right? And so it is this continuous, for me, reminder, is a reminder that this period of the year is special, right? It is magical. It can be all of that. And at the same time, it can include the hard stuff. Not only is Christmas, you know, in this season, but my son's birthday is five days before Christmas. And so it's a difficult time leading up to that. And just giving myself permission to be in whatever state, whatever emotional state I'm in, that's where I am. And when I show up for a family gathering, I don't put on a brave face. I don't pretend that it's something that it's not. It's just, this is where I am. And if it's a problem for you guys, I can step into another room or you know, I could go home if it's a downer. Thus far, it hasn't been a problem. I think I think my family appreciates that I am where I am and that I'm willing to share that with them. And, and then at some point, the fact that we're together, that we're acknowledging the reality, not just of my life, but all of our lives, right? My, my son wasn't just a part of my life. He, he was a grandson. He was a nephew, right? He's a brother. And so that we can acknowledge the truth of what is, the reality of what is, and and stop pretending that life is anything other than what it is. I think the more we can step into that, I don't want to say the easier it is, but in in reality, the, the easier it is to walk through it instead of pretending and putting on a happy face and a brave face and and trying to act like everything is all, you know, rainbows and kittens. It is what it is. And so that's my approach to it. I love what you said is that, no, it's not perfect. It eliminates any of the stressors of expecting it's perfect. And I think part of what I'm hearing you say and what I know to be true for me is that the less that I expect it to be, the better off we are all. And if I'm living in the moment and just recognizing and acknowledging whatever I might be feeling, 
and just allowing it to be without putting any judgment on myself or judgment on other people. You know, people show up with their own stresses. And so if someone says something like you mentioned, Whitney, or types something that you're taking a certain way, that doesn't mean that it's meant the way you're taking it. That you get, to, you get to have the conversations of, this is what I heard you say. Is that what you meant? Because once we have those conversations, then it de-escalates any kind of tension in the room. It's just Absolutely. actually addressing the elephant in the middle of the room. The fact is, there are people who will be spending the holiday alone, a holiday alone. I'll be spending Thanksgiving on my own in Oregon and my family's on the East Coast. I have acknowledged that. I've acknowledged that I'm not so sure I like that. But I've also put in place for myself the compassion and the comforts of what do I want to do? What could be a thing that would be healthy for me? Do I want to go volunteer at a, at a shelter? Do I want to go for a hike? Really ask yourself some deeper questions about what would make you feel good. I love that, that particular day, whatever day it is. What would make you feel good about what, what what you're going to do, whether it's the holiday, the day before, or the day after, whatever it is. Just be compassionate with yourself. And second, express to your family what you can do or what you feel you can do. And if you get to stay longer, great. If you don't, that's okay too. I love that. And that messaging around make it what you want it. And even if it isn't like the ideal, whatever that is, or perfect, whatever the hell that is, also, we create it, we make it what we want. And that was a big shift in my life around the holidays. You know, the holidays for me, like, it's such a mixed topic. From, you know, when I was growing up, like as a child, it was very difficult because, you know, my family, my mom and dad were divorced. I always, I felt a lot of guilt around the holidays because someone was, a parent was alone. And I felt like I took on kind of like their loneliness, but then, you know, and so it's like this picking and choosing and guilt and being in the middle. And then it was also, we were often up in Connecticut at my grandparents' house where, we had family, we had the beautiful Christmas tradition, Thanksgiving tradition, the food, the tree, the gifts, the family, all the beautiful things that I love so much about the holidays. And so I grew up with carrying like this weird, like guilt, emotional thing as I grew up because it was kind of like conditioned there. And then at the same time, always love the tradition of it all. But there is always like this weird, like loneliness or something that was there also around the holidays. And I think it was just kind of carrying it from younger days because there was challenge in the, at the holidays growing up there. You know, I had quite a bit of drama as well as a younger child and a teenager, you know, that was very challenging to sort of navigate and so, you know, all of that sort of like stacks too. And that just sort of came back to me as I'm talking about it. So it's just, there's some weirdness for me as well as beautiful gifts of everything the holiday represents that I love, family, celebrating, 
having, sharing meals together, giving gifts, showing love, showing thanks, being, you know, I love all of that deeply around the holidays and even just putting Christmas lights around the railing in my house. It's so cozy, you know, just even the little like decorations. So all of that to say within the last several years, I had made a shift and I go to my brother's house over the holidays and they have four kids over Christmas. And it's such a gift to be around children. We created how we want. I released expectations, my expectations of what I thought that I should be doing, the shooting all over myself to make people happy. And I started doing what I wanted to do and released any other like expectations. And it really has shifted things. I mean, the holidays have, I've released these weird lower vibration emotions that were very real, but they've been released. Not going to lie. Sometimes there's a little bit of their expectation of shooting around like being single around the holidays. And it's not a big deal at all. I don't put pressure on myself, but you know, if, if I'm being real, you know, there may be a little of that sometimes because there's also a lot of like coupley things and expectations and parties and things like that. But it's a very low, low thought if I'm just being very real. But the majority of like the emotion around it of like guilt and some loneliness and just some of that that I think was just sort of present from a young my younger life has gone away. And it's because I've released a lot of that and really have created it on my terms. What is most important? You know, I couldn't agree more, Kathleen, with that messaging. And that was a big part of mine. It's just create it. We are all powerful creators in our life. And that includes the holidays. And also there can be challenge in our families. You know, we can take on, you know, what people say, like Whitney was saying earlier and interpret it and however we're going to interpret it. Or if someone says something that pisses us off, you know, we carry that on and we allow it to sort of ruin the time because it's like in the back of our mind, or maybe it's not ruining it, but it, you know, puts a little bit of extra pressure or weight on the situation. Again, we're creators in all of that as well, even in the challenging times of dealing with different personalities and histories and pasts and all that. The holidays can bring a lot of getting together with people that you might not really want to be around, honestly, that much, or people you do really want to be around. And that also means being around some people you don't want to be around. And so I think keeping things into perspective of like, is this thing going to matter? Like, is this going to bring down my time right now that I get to be with like amazing people and feeling like the gratitude of who you do get to be with? And like making the decision on like what's really important of giving your energy to. I think that's super important awareness around the holidays of like, where are we giving our energy? Because we also have like a lot of options as well as a lot of people we're around. Again, maybe some people we don't want to be around. We have a lot of options of where we're spending our time and what we're doing. We also still have work. We have family. We have all the other things. 
you know, volunteering and whatever else. And so there's a lot to do, a lot to choose. So it's like also being like mindful around your energy, like over committing, not over committing, like stretching yourself super thin because we still have all of our life, normal life duties, which are all super busy. And then the holidays stacks a lot of that on. So mindful around like who you're allowing to bother you asking the question, is this really going to matter like next week or in a month or like a couple months from now? And then like, is this something that I really want to spend my time on? And if it's a no, feel good about it, feel like you're serving yourself and showing yourself love by saying no, and it's okay. I love what you're saying, Catherine, because, you know, what I'm getting all out of all of that is eliminate the shoulds. And I also came to a realization that we're all very different, even on this podcast about how we celebrate and what we do. You know, Catherine was talking about buying gifts and spending time with young kids and having, you know, all of that. And I will say that I am one of those people who I'm not a big holiday celebration kind of gal, you know, and that comes from very early childhood that I can guarantee you for my first 12 years of my life, every holiday didn't matter if it was a simple holiday that not everyone celebrates. I guarantee you there was chaos, abuse and yelling and screaming and, and name calling and physical abuse. And so for me, I don't really spend a lot of time buying gifts. And that's not because I'm not a giver, but that's because I give every day of my life to the people I love. And whether it's with gifts or sharing them with love or just, you know, a humorous comment or support, whatever it is, be the person that you want to be on holidays every day of your life. And so I've taken pressure off from myself. My friends know I'm not a huge gift giver. What I am is I might spontaneously buy you something and send something in the mail, or I might spontaneously just call and say, hey, I love you. Just wanted you to know. But eliminate the pressures of having to buy something to show your love, to show that you care about someone. Because really, in all honesty, that this has become like a hallmark holiday year round. There has been so much pressure in society that requires us to show up a certain way. And what all of us are saying, and I can't wait for Claudette to share her experience here, but all of us are saying is eliminate those shoulds and do be the person that you want to be for the holiday all year through. You do not have to buy a bunch of things for your loved ones to feel cared for if you show up that way every day of the year. So Claudette, what do you say? I love what you just said. I love what all of you said. The not shooting, the showing up every day. Whitney said dropping expectations, right? And so my thing was, I remember when I was married and literally had my in-laws And then I had my dad, then I had my mom. And so in a two-day period of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we were seeing three different people. And there came a time that we hadn't even started our own tradition. So what ended up happening is we would go to my in-laws at Christmas Eve. We would have my dad over for Christmas Day, and then we would go to my mom 
or dad Christmas morning, then we would go to my mom on Christmas you know, day in the evening. And I finally, you know, and I'm all about being fair. Like, I think it's really important because the holidays have all these social rules, right? I think this is why we're so stressed about it. When we get caught up in the social constructs and rules, because if you create these rules, energetically, they carry resonance with them. And in the problem comes into play when you're not in resonance with the rule. And then that's where you start going, I should be doing this, but I don't want to. Or, you know, you start, I'm expected to do this. Or, and you know, just like you said, Kathleen, you're single this year because your family's on the other side of the coast. So what would that look like for you? So I sat down one day and I was like, what really matters? And I started having conversations with my mom because of the stress of we're there in the morning, then we have to drive, then we're here, then we're... And I said, does it matter if we celebrate Christmas, Christmas Day, or can we celebrate it a couple of days later? Or can we celebrate it the day after? Does the day matter or does our time together matter? And so I dropped the expectation of that. Now my mom is like, even this year, our conversation was, she goes, let's do Thanksgiving. When do you want to do it? It's not, oh, we have to do Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. She goes, when do you want to celebrate it? And so I'm going to go to her probably after because we have a new grandson. And so we're going to do Thanksgiving with my grandson. And then my daughter's going with her boyfriend to his family. So all becomes more peaceful when we drop the expectations. We drop I shoulds. We just go, what feels right to honor myself and others? right? What feels right for this? And then we prep everyone. So if you go and prep everyone and go, hey, this year, this is what I would love to do. And I'll be able to visit you at this time or visit you at that time or whatever. And so setting up with people what to expect, and I'm going to give you a secret on this. The more certainty you're in when you say it, the better. If you go into saying something, let's say you're going to your mother-in-law or whatever, and you're expected to do something, but you and your husband have had a conversation and he doesn't want to say it. It's you. The more certainty you're in and the love that you're in, it will eventually get accepted, whatever it is. Because if you persist in certainty, that energy overrides disruption. So it's all about resonance and and where we are. And so when I authentically started expressing, you know, what worked because we were trying to please everyone. And then I looked at everyone and said, I'm doing this because to me, the moments with you matter more than the day. The moments with you matter and I can honor you better this way and celebrate and I don't have the stress. And so for holidays, I think we set ourselves up and it's the, you know, the few times per year, we're all supposed to have this perfect family or whatever the expectation is. And it's usually a fantasy. And so here's a quick trick. And, you know, there's nothing more spiritual than relationships. 
There's no better way to get the crap triggered out of you than in a relationship, right? I mean, there's not, it's the deepest spiritual journey you ever go on with yourself and with others. Okay. So nothing deeper. So this is where it all comes together. You get the whole pot of everybody's shit show at one time. It's wonderful, but it's our chance to dig deep and, and to just start to resonate in love and, and, you know, go, well, if I focus on love versus what they just said, how am I feeling? Oh, I heard what they said, but if I focus on love, so I had somebody and I'm not going to name them because she listens to this podcast. She knows who she is, but she was in my former family. I was formerly married and she would make little comments to cut my power to knock me down a notch and she would do it in front of everyone. And so what happened before I got a grip on it was I would feel awkward the rest of the time. Like it was like I got knocked down a notch and this is at the dinner table in front of friends and everybody. And she would always point something out, you know, something that I had done wrong or, or didn't finish or whatever it was. And I finally looked at her one time in front of everyone, like 15 people. And I go, did that make you feel better when you said that to me? I go, because if it did, then I'm happy you feel better. She never did it again. But I didn't have to get mad. I didn't have to become a bitch. I just said that. And that was it. She never did. I think she just didn't even realize many people act you know, just instinctually to feel like they're more powerful without even realizing what they're doing. It brought it into her awareness, but it was very kind. And I just handled it. And then I started like, I'm going to go and enjoy. And I started the tip. There's one tip here. And then I'm going to stop talking. When you're getting ready to go into a social gathering with your family or whoever it is, holiday, no holiday, whatever it is, if you would just take a moment, turn inward and visualize having a joyful time and really focus on, I'm going to honor and respect and love the souls of everyone there. And if someone says something that is, you know, mean or cutting or whatever, That doesn't go into my heart because I'm recognizing that that's where they are right now. But that doesn't mean I need to allow it into my heart. I am not defined by what is said to me. So if we can just be in that space and then just really all the way there, visualize it actually over. And you go, that was awesome. I really actually enjoyed it. Start using the power of the mind to create the experience, right? And it's a higher vibration. It's better than dreading because if we go dreading something, then we're putting the energy of dread out. And then everybody that matches that energy will do something for us to dread. So let's not do that. Let's put energy of joy. And that was not as bad as I thought it would be. That was actually really good. That was fun. And let's put that energy out. Right. And let's let that be a part of it and drop all expectations. Something's going to screw up. I had a chicken I thought would cook in four hours and it took seven and a half. And we ended up getting. I'm sorry, a chicken. I, it was one year that I wasn't going to do a turkey. I was going to do a chicken and it was a lemon glazed chicken 
freaking amazing, but it was so big because we invited so many people. Seven and a half hours. I've never in my life, I thought it was going to be four and a half. And so we ended up eating pizza. And then at like 9.30 or 10 o'clock that night, we're playing games. We took the chicken out and everybody's like, this is the best chicken I've ever tasted. I'm like, well, thank God it finally got done. But you know what? We were playing Monopoly and I just went, you know what? It's pizza. Let's just get some pizza and we're going to eat it with macaroni and cheese and all the sides. We're just going to have fun. So just, it doesn't matter. You know what mattered? Our time together. That's all that mattered. We couldn't end on a better note with, it doesn't matter what food you eat. doesn't matter how, when you eat it. It is when you show up. And, you know, she brought up a really good point about spending the, the holiday together, whether it's on the holiday day or not. There's a lot of single parenting out there and kids are being transported here and there and everywhere. And I learned very early on that it's the, time that I spend with my children. It doesn't have to be the day that I spent with my children. And I'd be remiss if I didn't offer, for those who are grieving right now, there are new traditions you can create. If you have a loved one missing at the table, place a setting there, put their favorite thing on the chair, or make their favorite dish and add it to your, your holiday celebration, whatever it is. Bring up their name at the table. Ask people to share fun things about your loved one or ask them to share one of their best memories or not. You know, you could just ask people to write a note and leave it for you so you can read it later. You know, create some new traditions to include your loved ones because, again, their physical presence may not be there, but their energetic presence is. And so with that, I hope that this has helped you to come up with some ideas on how you can move through the holidays in the most joyous way that you can, the most connected way that you can. And I'll hand it back over to Whitney now. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, ladies. Moments matter. I didn't walk away with anything other than that. And there were lots of nuggets here, but moments matter more than a day's And this ties to what you said, Kathleen, don't wait until the day. You don't have to wait until the season, right? Love people in your life. Love yourself. Love people in your life all year long. Nurture the relationships all year long. And I just want to say this. Ask the questions. What's important? What do you value? Truly, what do you value? And then how do you want to be and how do you want to show up? If you can do those things, the expectations, the woulda, shoulda, couldas, the shitting all over yourself will go away, right? But you got to be intentional about what it is you want. And the only way to be intentional is to know what you want. So with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan If you have not already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and Instagram to share how you move through the holidays. We would love to hear from you. Kathleen, you've always got some great things happening in your world. Tell us a little bit about any programs you're running and how our audience can get in touch with you. 
super excited to share with everyone that I have a retreat going on in Costa Rica, March 11th through the 18th of 2023. And that is for parents who've lost a child suddenly. And it's a retreat into your heart and through your grief. So this retreat is a week-long retreat that will help you shed some of the things that you're carrying in a supportive atmosphere with a the most beautiful transmuting land that that is possible. It's magical. And I can assure you that you'll come out of there a lot different than what you walked in. So please join us March 11th. Connect with me on my website at KathleenL.com and you'll see retreats and it's right there on the retreat page. Awesome. Thank you, Kathleen. And so again, we want to thank you for joining us. Until next time, Release those expectations, yours and those of others, and enjoy the holidays by making them what you need to make them for you. Till next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.